Safrida. <laughs> up, up. How are you, mate? Good. <laughs> um, I'm sitting down like earlier, but yeah. I mean, lockdown 2.0. Nothing else I can do. Enjoying life yeah. too. So we just yeah. talk up. Yeah. So we just talking about uh, moving back and switching between the Netherlands and uh, uh, you in quarantine in Taiwan. And then you planning you want to see your friend after the the quarantine is over because Taiwan is doing way better in the Netherlands. And then apparently <laughs> in the second week uh, of quarantine, uh, Taiwan is in lockdown, which is very shit. Also, the yep. same situation happened in Saigon. And how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, I caught I am the first couple of weeks. I was really, really depressed. I thought this is the end of my life. I cannot get out of this lockdown anymore. It's been <laughs> a year for me, and I don't know what else I can do. But then I talked to yeah. my therapist. She told me I just need to keep positive and try not to feel panicking like the others because I already went through it. So I should know how to deal with it better. So I also started to yeah. see the anxiety from my mom. So I started talking to her, and we sometimes would share our anxiety feelings and just talk it out. It helps, and also cooking helps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. Other Is it the that, therapy in Taiwan or the therapy in NL? Oh, in Taiwan, I always I have a therapist in Taiwan, and we always do like video call. I did that since I was in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, she was quite helpful. Yeah, crazy time. Yeah, yeah. What well, the fun is, since knowing you and the pandemic happened, and then I'm coming back and visit you in Utrecht. You are the one mm -hmm. quite serious about all this quarantine and sanitizing, and then it's not like you scare, but you're very responsible for you know like trying to avoid to catch the corona which is very impressive like sometimes just hanging out with you and i feel like me and ariel just like doing bullshit just don't really care much and you care so much and i was like what the hell <laughs> yeah i'm kind of cuckoo I, i'm honestly i would rather be the crazy person than catching up covid because i know how serious it can be and i don't want to be sick for that at all so yeah, yeah. i, I know mate it's just like yeah like i think if somebody think uh you overreacting or something it's just it's just silly because i mean it's a serious thing and it's a pandemic so everyone have their own way of approaching it but just because your approach is not the same as other person doesn't mean that they overreact and you know yeah. maybe you should think that you are a little bit irresponsible that's what <laughs> i think about myself <laughs> Sure, that's another way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I just want to ask that, uh, like, since knowing you, that we work together, we in the the make together, the the, mm -hmm. the 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 study program, and you are this woman who up to so many cool stuff and and doing so many fun and and th there are so many fun that uh, you and me have in common. And you even do more than me, like you, you do in film photo and you also have, uh, the other day you told me you have like a, how you said, like a, like a gallery, like a, 
Oh yeah, I had an exhibition like, before. Yeah, like an exhibition, and you travel a lot. And when, when in Taiwan, you're also an English teacher. And when you tell tell me when we drinking, and you telling me about your plan, it doesn't seem like you a person who scared that much. You always up to like crazy adventure, and the way you make up your mind just very bizarre. It's just how <laughs> I think. Like, you you or well, it's it's considering, but it's not. That kind of heavy. You just go with the flow that like you told me earlier before this podcast. Can you? Is it relate to any experience, or it's just how you were since you were a child or something? Can you recall that and then explain to me? Well, I don't really know. As far as I remember, I am usually the person who goes with the flow because I I also try to make plans. But universe is very funny with me. Um, she never works the way I want it, so <laughs> I just go with the flow, anyways. Yeah. And if shit happens, that's a lesson you can learn and just continue living on. Because if you need to plan precisely what day or what time you need to do what, that that's too stressful for me. I can't do that, and I will feel like I'm trapped mm-hmm. in one moment. I I guess I'm really a free yeah. spirit. So if I think of that, I want to go somewhere, then I would just do it. But of course, I can't do that in the pandemic time. <laughs> But um, before right. pandemic, I w- I would usually do that. If today I woke up, I feel like I'm going to the market, then I would just spend my time in the market and chilling, taking photography and looking at people. Yeah. Hmm, that's very interesting, because. I I I I try to do that, but I mm-hmm. I think it's also I'm just beginning my journey to be like more spiritual. Mm-hmm. I think like before meeting all of you guys, and I was in the Netherlands, I was mm-hmm. more like trying to be a productive person. In some way, it's very toxic that I try and to do a lot of stuff. But even though the thing I do is not very the thing I like, but just because during that day, I just want to do like free fun. So I just wanna list it down and doing it. I mean, like at the end of the day, I didn't do it, and I feel so bad. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. So that's why I don't do it because you would have this guilt, and then if this guilt piles up, you will start beating up yourself. You will start telling your inner child like you're not good enough, and then that's mm. a whole new cycle of feeling I don't know depressed or anxious. So no, I stopped doing that. It doesn't. It, if you realize it's bad for your mental health, then don't do it. But mm. if it helps you, sure, continue doing it. Everyone mm. has different ways to cope with it. Right. So you are a person who value more for your spiritual and mentality more than productive and being successful by defined yeah. by society in life. Yeah, but what what is really the definition for successful? If you ask ten people, I'm sure they will give you different. Explanation. Some might say having a car or having a house is successful, but is it really though? Do you feel successful yeah. if you have those? Are you happy in your life? Are you satisfied with what you are having? I mean, yeah, me, I think it just. Be... Yeah. No. Go on. Oh, so for me, be to be successful is really means that you are really truly happy. You are, you are happy with yourself. You are really loving yourself. And you are not really controlled by this materialistic world. That's mm. how I feel about successful. Yeah, I think people like 
people is kind of been overwhelming mistaken about uh, achievement and successful, like uh, uh, achievement and happiness. Like we are biological creature and 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 we want to achieve something. We we all we 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 all have desire, and um, and then when you achieve something, you ha you you have a sense of accomplishment, and you feel better about yourself. But that is not happy, you know, because it's not sharing. You 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 don't feel something. You just feel you better in yourself. That moment is just avoid hating yourself, and you think that is defy you as something better than you was in the past. Everyone want to be better, right? But since I was in the Netherlands and I I I hanging out with people and I doing just a bunch of stupid stuff like, and then it's not even a point, but it's just the point of just hanging out and and being there and talking and just it's just so nice that I really feel like oh, I'm really happy that I'm just mm -hmm. drinking and just talking. It's no point of trying to, you know, show how much i got and uh, yeah. wearing cool stuff it's just it's just who i am as a person mm -hmm. but you, uh, you, you started to appreciate the true self instead of um how much shit you are wearing or how much the shit costs you yeah like I, I think uh, because we human we're so smart we can come up with so many fin but and we can like trick ourselves that buying that shoes is gonna make you happy i mean that shoe is expensive and, and nice, of course, but like, how long are you gonna like that for? I mean, if you exactly. really smart, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like how long are you gonna like today? Like, I got a new phone, and then I interested in the new phone. Like, I got iPhone 11 Pro, mm -hmm. which is very mm -hmm. bizarre for my dad. And then <laughs> I like it for like two hours, and then the next, the after it, because before that, I was like, I'm so happy. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna switch to this new phone. I'm just gonna be, you know, so nice, and it's gonna be like amazing. And then after two hours, I was like, what the fuck? I also don't even want this phone anymore. Like, you know, so it's yeah. just me, we tricking ourselves. So, so yeah, mm -hmm. I, 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 I truly understand what you mean, but it's just so hard for me personally mm -hmm. coming back here and, and, and didn't have a lot of friends. So I don't have a lot of, you know, also with like the lockdown in the, in Saigon, I didn't hang out a lot or drinking a lot, so I feel a sense of loneliness, and I don't know what to do. Like, I kind of revalue, mm -hmm. like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, why do I even get back in mm. in, in 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 some weird way of negative thinking? Yep, being there, down there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, that, hey, but I, I really wanna, I really wanna hear like, how do you feel? Like, how how did you feel when you back? Like. Is it is this your expectation beside from the lockdown? No, I had everything planned out. Like supposedly last week I'm supposed to go on hiking with my parents for three days. That was cancelled. I'm supposed to go to an island after my birthday. That's also cancelled. And the music yeah. festival in July, that's also postponed in October. And now I am looking forward to a festival, a hippie festival in Taiwan in August. But of course, I don't know mm. if it's going to be postponed or canceled. So it doesn't go according to how I planned it or how I wanted it. So the only thing I can do is just to revalue what I have in my house. To be honest, the first day I got back from the quarantine room, I was having panic attack in my own house because I was seeing so many useless shit 
in my house that I was like, what the fuck? We have so many stuff. Why why don't we appreciate stuff? Because yeah, there there are so many similar things, and I got I was seriously panicking, and now I started to reorganizing everything and try to tell my dad to stop hoarding, which I also learned that where my hoarding habit comes from and my OCD comes from. So I think it's a good time to mm-hmm. really have a time to rebond with my parents, especially my dad, because he was never really mm-hmm. around since four years old. So now I really do have time to spend with yeah. him. I started to find out the language to talk to him. I become the communication bridge between my parents to <laughs> immediate their fight, which is kind of stupid. And yeah, so it's... Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I think that's the blessing for me that I can start to rethink how I really want my family to be like, and if this is the value that we are appreciating. So yeah, and you talk about the shoe, buying the new shoes.、Right. Funny thing, my mom was complaining me that she couldn't buy a pair of Nike shoe that she wanted. She was like, "Oh, I tried it for two days, and the website wouldn't allow me." And I just told her, "See, even the universe、mm. is telling you to stop buying shoes." And then she was quiet. Maybe she was rethinking it, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, "Well, the universe already told you、yeah. stop buying shoes." <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure.、Yeah. Just it's it's also hard I, to be positive, but it just takes you one second to look at a different side. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's need practice always. And you know, like you, you need to try to get yourself out of that bubble of negative thought all the time. Especially, it's so hard, like now, when you inside your house all the time. And I can totally understand and sympathy, and maybe even kind of admire you because I live in alone. I, I'm very、mm-hmm. lucky that my parent did like have a second house, and then I live here by myself.、Uh, wow. And I have、lucky. my own space. And then、Lucky. for yeah, and then for for you, I understand that because when the first time I came back, I like my parents like visit me in in this house, and then they there they here for like two day, and I have my panic attack, and I was like, what the fuck? Why so many people in the house? And they speak in Vietnamese with me, you know, and I'm not very familiar with that because I was in we were in Europe for so long, we used used to with the way that. Nobody tell you to do stuff. You just do your、mm-hmm. own stuff, and 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 nobody kind of pushing you or rush you to do thing. And it's so quiet outside, and you can go for a walk. But like everything is kind of flipped upside down. That you know your parent is always on your back, and it's、mm. so annoying at some point. And then and then I have my panic attack, and then not a panic attack, but I just like I feel so stressful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I was in、uh, the bathroom, and I was like, "What the fuck? I'm trying to figure this out." And I was like, "Wow! Like we have to deal with it now. Let's give it f- like three months to see what happened." And yeah, like slowly it start to be better, and and you up to new hot habit. But I don't know. Like sometimes I ring Ariel and Inka, and I really miss them. But I know that, like you know, the master is over, and everyone is doing their own stuff. So. Just,、uh, just gotta do what you gotta do, and it's、yeah. it's so nice that that you can look at in a very spiritual way. It's 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 give me it's give you some sympathy, you know, like a guy life you could stick to. It's like oh, Safrina do that, so 
I, I can, you know, copy and then kind of learn how to look at, at the same. Uh, but how 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 are you dealing with it? Are you really positive now, or just up to the day? Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's there, sometimes not. Like um, I had a huge argument with my mom. She wasn't taking any responsibility because she still works in the bank. They can't do work from home. And sometimes when she come home, she wouldn't wash her hands and she would touch everything. And I would start panicking. I would be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Why aren't you washing your hands and touching everything?" <laughs> and I was I was so mad that I couldn't express my words. So I decided to come down to my room to chill for an hour. And then I went downstairs. I took out the wiping paper and I stopped wipe everything from living room to the to the ground floor. And she's like, "Okay, now I know how serious this is and how serious it is that my daughter is oh, taking man. into it." And I also wrote her a long text mm. telling her how I feel. I was like. Um, if you got it, it's very unlucky. We only oh, have wow. two rooms. I was like giving her all the restrictions how we are gonna do it if someone got it. Mm. And I even asked her, "Do you think you could be able to stay in the room for 14 days without going out at all?" I know I couldn't because I already went through that and it was really hard for me. So I know I couldn't. So I asked her, "Could you do yeah. it? If you can't, just take all the precautions as far as as much as you can because." No one wants to get sick in this time, so yeah. Um, right. Just I don't but know. I, yeah, but yeah. I get it, mate. Like everybody's scared, but in the same time that, like, it's there was like a lie, like a border that everybody think when they go out the street and they do something that I was like, uh, should I, you know, should should I buy coffee takeaway or can I just make coffee at home instead but mm -hmm. everybody want to lean to more comfort but mm -hmm. sometimes you know some people more responsible and it's like oh that's that shouldn't smart it's just not going to be very smart to do that so they'd be more cautious and then sometimes you couldn't handle it anymore it's just like a 14 day in quarantine you're yeah. just sick of it and you're just like oh fuck it i'm gonna go for a takeaway coffee you know so sometimes you just step over the line a little bit sometimes you're not and then yeah and nobody wonders but I I think even though you super cautious, I think there was some moment that you just really sick of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. For that, I really kind of interesting in because I haven't chat with you a lot mm -hmm. for when you in the quarantine in your hotel. Can you tell me tell me like how it all begin? Like so, you fly from the Netherlands back mm -hmm. to Taiwan to the airport, yeah. and then and then uh, what what happened next? And then uh, when I get off the uh, air, sorry, plan, I was lucky there was a uh, duty free open. So I bought a bottle of whiskey to accompany me. You know, <laughs> 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 <You're going> to... <laughs> so and then I got out of the custom, I jump on the taxi, I get to my quarantine hotel straight away. Mm -hmm. And Because But like, oh, wait, hold up one second. With the mm -hmm. taxi, is this like special uh, kind of taxi where they take you to the quarantine place or any taxi? Uh, special taxi. They're signed. They have a contract with the government, and those are for like special travelers who came right. abroad. But is so there any chance that you can escape quarantine uh, without need to quarantine? Like, like you try into not quarantine. Is it? 
it's not like a moral thing. I know it's very stupid that you're not quarantined, but can anyone escape it? But it's more like a voluntary that you do what you require to do. It's mandatory. You can quarantine at your house, but mm-hmm. you, everyone can only stay in one room in per house. Right. And but who who gonna check you? Uh, the government, because All they right. check you through your phone. They text me every day. I think at 10 and I need to reply the text. Otherwise, the the government people would start calling me and be like. Hey, what's up? Are you mm. are you still alive? Are you feeling anything? <laughs> and yeah, they usually call around eight or seven. I don't know why that early, but yeah, they do. Yeah. And during quarantine, because I did not under funny thing, I did not understand the two words of those Chinese words. So I booked the shittiest hotel that I ever lived in. There was no actual window. Oh fuck. Exactly, and I can't see what's it like outside because there's no daylight either. So I was in that shitty place for 14 days. So for 14 days, you never open your hotel door. I did. Whenever I got food, I would open the hotel room door, but I can't okay. go downstairs or see outside. I can't even go downstairs to have a cigarette outside. So can you just? open the room door to just to see outside a little bit there's nothing outside besides stairs and another room door there's nothing uh, else. oh man that's so fucked up yeah so it's for me it's really felt like a prison and thanks to rachel because she told me to bring the projector with me mm-hmm. instead of sending it as a package so i had at least my projector with me for 14 days i watched shows and movies non-stop but other than that it's it's really hard because you are forced to spend time with yourself for 14 days. You have mm. to face the darkest phase that you don't want to face, but it's there. You have to force yourself to talk with it and to sit with it and to know what you really want to do and don't want to do. And another what have way you of been seeing... specifically, do you, if you don't mind to share, of course. Mm, I think like what you really deal with with yourself I I was asking myself why am I here most of the time and at some point mm-hmm. I think it was really bad because I've missed fresh air I also want to have my own routine but of course mm-hmm. that's not gonna happen when you're in a hotel room um, right so it was hard because for well, as soon as I went into the room, it smells moldy and there's mosquitoes everywhere. So I have to fight mosquitoes as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like you're already mentally unstable and there is some other factors that will affect you and it just brings you down. But the other way that I think now I look back to it, I think I learned how to cope with those difficult situations that I need to keep myself calm. Because if right. I am really affected by those other factors, then I would just be one of them and start feeling negativity. So, but I how think... dark was that? Was no. it that dark, like when you was in the thesis period? Ooh, different, different. Thesis Will you was... mind sharing? Both. Thesis... thesis was hard. I just couldn't find the motivation to do it. I don't know why I was. Resisting. But you finished now, right? Yes, I finished. Congratulations! 
Congratulations. Woo! Yes, Yeah, now I just have to get the paper. I hope I can get the paper. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it's different because in thesis, you are quarantining your room, and it's different from how I usually study it. I like to go to the library to sit there and study, and at least I can watch people or observing yeah. what they're doing. But I know what you mean. Just in the room, and there is nothing, and yeah. I don't know. And also, I'm more productive at night, so I try to do more things at night that fucked up my sleeping schedule, and it still does now, but. I don't think my parents care now. They they kind of stop nagging about me waking up at noon now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's different. Um, yeah, the quarantine. I don't know. Now I look at it as a blessing because I know what I can do to make myself feel better if that is going to happen again. But of course, I really do not want it to be happening because. Right. That means I will need to force myself to sit with it, and comforting my inner child twenty four seven, and to be. What do you mean by inner child? Like your true self. Yeah, your true your, self. Like your authentic city inside within. Yes, the the inner. Everyone has an inner child inside, and that child is how you. See the world as you are ch children. You build it up, but of course yeah. the society also shaped us. So that's how we are now. But yeah, and I just feel like I need to tend to my inner child more. Um, if I went in, if I go into quarantine again. So in order yeah. to comfort your inner child, it's just—is it the goal is to try and to see what? The characteristic of the inner child is and trying to bring it out as much as possible, and also both being mature and keep the inner child like that. Yeah, try to keep it a balance, and also you need to kind of like talking to yourself, which is another way of talking to your inner child. How are you me. talking to yourself by writing, or you talk to yourself out loud, or you just think in your head mostly? I usually think in my head, but sometimes I would write it out, or I would. Draw something, and that will represent how my mind state is. So right. there's a lot of different ways you can talk to your inner child, and sometimes I would do meditation, sometimes I would do yoga, and it's it's different ways. And I think after I talk to my inner child, I feel I would feel more calm because she would be more calm, I will be more calm, of course. And that would be a win-win situation. It's crazy. It's it's you describe it like. Another person in you, like she yeah. would be more calm, and you would be more calm. It's so yeah. crazy. <laughs> I like it. I realized the other day, like when my mom wasn't doing all the precaution that I wanted her to do, so I was crying. I was having insomnia because I couldn't sleep, and I cried so much. And then I decided to wrote her a long letter. That long letter is not only communicating to her, but also to myself because. I express my true concern to let her know, okay, how seriously it's going to affect me, and I also want to know. I also want you to know that I also sense your anxiety from your work and also during this pandemic because she cannot do anything that she likes. For example, hiking or golfing, nothing she can do now. So she's upset that she has to stay home during the weekend. So mm. in that sense, I feel like. It's a way to 
try to talk to her in the child as well, even though I don't really know that child. But <laughs> mm-hmm. it's right. it's kind of yeah like that. So basically, every time you feel a negative or you kind of feel really down, you need to confront it by you like you telling yourself by doing yoga or meditate or doing something that your inner child feel like it and then you mm-hmm. trying to comfort it by it's, it's going to be okay and then mm-hmm. you're going to get out yeah. of this is that is that how yeah. you do it yeah and because the there's fear, there's yeah. always a cycle um and if you don't get out of the cycle you can't really see it you know what i mean like if you're in the, the, state the cycle of, of feeling negative yes or how we do things for example um for example okay i can't really think of an example let's say i usually have an argument with someone for something that small and it Mm -hmm. always happens because we're always arguing something small but because you're sewing it you can't really see it so sometimes you have to jump out of that situation and try to look at it objectively to see the cycle that okay this is a toxic cycle or this is not the healthy relationship that you want to keep because you are always arguing for the same thing or very little thing that's really not worth arguing mm. so yeah that's so what that's do you mean like zooming out and see objectively like what's the concept like what's going on like it's not the the thing that you argue about, but it's more about like why you do it, like why you keep mm-hmm. stuck in that the whole time and how can we fix it to make it better? Yeah, and, and one thing is, um, are you excited about it? Whenever you're doing it, you have to ask your yourself or your inner child, like, are you excited of doing it? Because I know I was super excited when I was about to go to Netherlands. I was very excited when I was about to come back home. And I was very excited when I do the photography as a vision. Those are the things I'm passionate. But mm. of course, you are tired of it at some point. But then you have to ask yourself, are you excited? You have to follow your excitements to do things. That's one of the things my other therapist told me. And I mm. think that's quite useful. Right. And in, in order to really feel excited and then not mistaken all the feeling together, mm-hmm. because some people said, well, I'm happy, but they don't really defy how their happy is. So maybe they confuse it with achievement or being dominant or, you know, anything. So yeah. how you how you really know when you excite? Is it just because you sit down with yourself and you know yourself more by meditation and through anything that you've more connected to your inner self in a way yes but sometimes i don't do that but i will feel excitement if i'm cooking i found a recipe that i really want to try that's excitement that's how i really want to do it so then i will just gather all the shit i need and do it because that's how how myself is telling me that oh it's it's so exciting you don't know how it's gonna turn it out mm. so just do it and it's like i got lego yesterday and i was so excited so i i finished them all in one day mm. so, so that's also awesome. when you share your instagram story about food or anything you're up to it's not that you seek for approval from other people no. it's just you sharing your excitement to yeah. the people around you yeah, even failure. I even upload failure food on the Instagram as well because that's part of your life. Sometimes you are you do it right, sometimes you don't, and you learn from from it. So mm. yeah, 
Wait, but it's so hard to accept. Uh, it's so hard to accept. Like for me, I even like I know. Well, I'm in this first step of kind of respecting myself and with this spiritual journey, especially for a guy like who like himself, which is very, you know, it's quite <laughs> hard. And and but I just couldn't accept myself that I you know I fail sometimes. I feel down. Like I always want to be happy. I always want to be fun and excitement all the time. But no one yeah, can really be like that. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Well, I, I mean, it's impossible to to be like that, you know, because feeling is just like a wave that is come and go, is come and go, mm-hmm. and you just you you can just know it when it's come and appreciate it when when it's go. You trying to hustling to wait for it's come again. I think so, but saying so easy. And doing it is so hard. Yeah, the the first thing is to accept. Like I, I mean, the, t- lockdown two point oh was hard, and then it took me a whole week to truly accepting that this is the reality I'm living, and I think this is sort of a challenge that the universe is giving me. Um, I mean, it's not ideal. It's nothing that I wanted, but it's the challenge I was given. So, why don't I take the best out of it to mm. learn some lessons? And maybe there are some blessings or gifts here or there, or something that I always wanted to do but never did it. And then I suddenly discovered that oh, this is some shits that I would really like. Mm. So, I think it's just to find do those you little spots. Like. Scared. I, of COVID I, or? No, like, uh, like, let me rephrase it nicely. Well, because I know that you always heading to do something that you feel really exciting, if really mm-hmm. very exciting, right? Like, for mm-hmm. example, when you go to Nevin, you're very exciting. But for me, I'm, I'm more scared and exciting. I know it's going to be a big thing for me, but because I'm too, you know, I'm very calculating in my head. Like, I was like, what's going to go wrong? What's going to go right? And I'm so scared, like, even though now I'm back and I really want to go back to Kronian, the Netherlands again. And mm-hmm. there's there's still something in me. I was like, mate, it's going to be a difficult choice because even though now you can afford everything, like going back again, mm-hmm. like it's going to be moving, it's going to be everything again. And then how you overcome that, of like, scare and, and, and afraid and, you know, like, because before the podcast, I asked you and you was mm-hmm. like, you go with the flow and then if you feel to do something, you just go and, and, and do it. Like yeah. how? Like how you have that mindset? Like how can you just, just just do? <laughs> w- was it because of the excitement is overwhelming more than scare? Or you know that no matter how you're going to end up, you're going to feel happy. That, and that is the first priority. Well, um, I don't know. I just really go with it. And of course, I am scared sometimes. What before, I think a day before my flight, I was also scared uh, about going to the Netherlands to have a new, new places. I don't know if I would like it and this and that. But then I was telling myself, like, maybe you're going to meet some people that you really like and you are going to have the most amazing time in your in your life so far so i try to change my mind for that and of Mm. course there's inconvenience and there's culture shock and you you kind of gradually accepting it and see it as a fun thing 
then mm. you will know like oh okay this is maybe not so bad as you you thought like the bicycle part of the pedaling because <laughs> we mm. we never have the pedal brake we used to um, in Taiwan we use the handbrakes so that mm. was the first thing I was scared but then I was like okay I can't let this beat me down because it's just a fucking bicycle if I'm so scared of bicycle then what else can I do so I face my fear and I just do it. Mm. Yeah. Also, I don't know. Yeah, but I think it's well explained. But like, well, let's get it a, a specific example. When mm-hmm. you move from Kroningen to Utrecht, is it a uh-huh. goal that you try to find internship or just because you want to move to a different city? I just want to move to a different city. And you I do think... it over a tarot car. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did it with the tarot cards. Um, I was so shocked with Ariel, and I just look at Ariel. I was like, "What the fuck is this woman doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Sounds crazy, I know, but it's really because of tarot cards. Um, at that time, I already knew that I don't want to live in the container anymore in Corningham, and I know I want to move out. So I was looking for places in Corningham, but there's nothing that I really like. And then Hikaru was saying mm-hmm. that he wants to move, and I was like, okay, maybe it's gonna be a great opportunity if I move somewhere else. I'm gonna meet new people and build a more new connection. So then, uh, we were looking for houses. Wait, Ideally, hold up, hold up. Like, why, wait, wait, why do you so excitement? Why are you so excited about meeting new people and? like widen your network but not in the like a career network but it's more like knowing people network is it defy by you that doing that is making you happy Mm. like knowing new people and cool people not really i think it's just really in me like um i like just like an experience yeah i like to meet new people and if i find out the vibe is not right of course i walk away i can walk away like i don't know you anymore (laughs) it's kind of harsh but i tend to do that but i do like to know people because um, people comes and goes you never know who truly really really stays so why not expand your networks and try to know things that you never know before like two Taiwanese girl I met when I was traveling in Portugal. This is the loveliest story that I haven't I have in the when I was in Europe. So I was doing my own traveling before I meet up with the Taiwanese in Portugal. I was in mm-hmm. Lisbon in the Airbnb, and one day I go out, I go back to my Airbnb. I met this two Taiwanese girl. They're both older than me, and one was living in London at that time, and the other one was living in the Netherlands. And I started bonding with them just for one night. And the second night after they got back, we were chit-chatting a little bit and we found out the next places we're going is the same. So before mm. they are taking their flights, I was like, yeah, hey, let's go to a bar and then just have our girls night. So we went to a gym bar, we leave each other's contact. And then I think a few months later, the pandemic happened. But before the girl who lives in London was going back to Taiwan, we all meet up in the Netherlands, in the south, in my friend's house. And we were spending the weekend together with the cats and her birds. And it was lovely because they are telling me things that I never know about. And it was just so fascinating because 
we study the different things and she has been here for 10 years. So she knows way more things about Netherlands than me. So I can learn something from her. And the other girl, because she was in London and she has working in NGOs all the time. And she was in Nepal, which is the dream country that I always want to go to. And mm. if I never been to that Airbnb, I could never meet these two girls. And I was really happy that I meet them. And we still keep in contact now and then. We, we text each other. We call each other. And yeah, so meeting new people, it just, it's a different journey. You, you will have different chemistry with everyone. Mm. So it's, I don't know, a fun thing for me. Right. But how big is the chance that you know that you get to know people with the same chemistry with you. Oh, that's it, not it, a lot. Yeah, right. So is it afraid when you every time you you know start to open to say hi and and I mean like it's 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 very nice to 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 get to know people but you need to risk a chance of oh fuck it's not going to be my is this is not my people, you know. Yeah, so but sometimes I tried. Right. I like I like that. I like that thinking. Yeah, Before beer, like, yeah. <laughs> When you're yeah. drunk, it's easier to talk. Yes, it, I, I agree. But also sometimes it's a good idea to practice how to talk with a new person when you're lucid. Yeah. Because it's a different communication. I know um, usually people are different when they're drinking. So that will have a, a different personality coming out. That's just my thoughts. But... I think it's different and it's fun for me to see how I'm talking when I'm lucid and how I'm talking. What do you mean by I'm lucid? Like smoking or drinking? Like not taking anything. Completely. Oh, like sober. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's mm. different and it's fun. Mm. For me, at least. But do you think that's kind of fun only happen in Europe? Where no. it's more possible that you meet cool people there, or you think you 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 have that experience all the time in Taiwan? I think it comes from your own vibe. You de- you can decide what your vibe wants to be. It can be a positive vibe. It could be a negative vibe. It could be a calming vibe. It could be a crazy hippie vibe or a hipster vibe. So everyone can decide their own vibe, and your vibe attracts the same people around you. So. For me, um, in order to know if you're attracting the right person, is to see whether the vibe you're sending out is what you want. For example, I also noticed this: if I am really in the negative mind of states, I tend to meet people that are more negatively, and sometimes mm. even toxic. And then, as soon as I realize that, I will be like, "Chop, no, nothing, not even talking to that person anymore." Because mm. I don't want this. I don't want to be toxic again. So I would change myself and talk to myself and just try to bring this calm, peaceful, and the vibe you are liking to you yourself. Right. Yeah. 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 But like, is your vibe determined by like when you sit into like a bar or like a beer place? Is it what you dress? Is it what you express out of yourself, or is is it also by you thinking and then the way you talk with people, the language you use, the the body language? Is it everything? I, I would say it's everything. Right. Yeah, because think about it. Do you have a lot of friends who listen to punk, 
or do you if you have a lot of friends who are into chemistry if not then that means those are not your vibing people but if you do then maybe some parts of you do vibe with them and have the same you know frequency with them so mm. does that make sense yeah i get it it's deep yeah. but i get it um, yeah I, i i like that kind of of thinking well it's so crazy that working with you in a group work and getting mm-hmm. to know you as a person is so different like yeah, you f- I, I, you fucking bitch <laughs> it's a group I, work. <laughs> <laughs> i am i i really don't like myself when i'm working because i would be so harsh on myself and also to the people around me and i yeah, would be a, a totally it's, different it's, poster so, so that's tough. why So that's why it's toxic for me during the thesis because I was being so hard on myself, and every time I did not reach the limits, I start beating down myself, and that's right. not healthy. So, but I do think, you think you cope with that better now, or is still somewhere very hard to kind of getting down, sitting down, and doing the work like that? Um. I don't know actually because I haven't been working after thesis. Mm-hmm. But if that comes up, I think that's a good question to really think about it. Because right, yeah, people shouldn't be really too hard to themselves. They should really love themselves and indulging them, but not indulging too much like me sometimes. <laughs> mm. Right. Well, how do you defy yourself as a person? What 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 are you trying to achieve? Because I think some of what you trying to do is f- very familiar, and I can relay with. Like you like to travel a lot, you like to meet with people, you trying to experience the most that you can. So you trying to maximize your chance of being happy in mm-hmm. life and maximize the chance that you using all your time not rightly. Like no one know you use this time rightly, but like. The most that you can, the best that you can. That is that uh, through. Did, ha, how can you cultivate that? Like, how can you get that? Is it through movie? Is it through the music you listen, or the, 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 just the lifestyle that you like to meet people, and then when new people they chip in their opinion, and then you kind of adopt it for your guy lie of life. You get what my question is. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how you this person like because you so strange i think everybody is 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 different in a different way but you were so adventurous yes. like yeah and then i very want to get that like how i like, have no clue but as far as i can remember as a kid i'm always the rebellious one uh um, right I refused to wear sneakers to school in first and second grade. That I even hid my own shoes in the closet so my mom wouldn't find it and force me to wear it. And I even mm. had it wearing socks as an elementary school. So I think that kinds of builds up. And also, my parents would send me abroad when I was really young. I think the first time I went abroad, not really by myself. It was a school tour, ish. To a language school in Australia, it was in fifth grade, and the second time was to London in middle school, and then I went to Canada by myself when I was seventeen. 
So those times, what I, the fuck? What you do in <laughs> what did you do in Canada when you were seventeen? Just to travel? Uh, also the language school, but I was I was meeting people from different worlds and trying to know the different cultures and to know what I like and dislike in a way, like kind of like exploring. I, I'm I have to say I'm very very lucky to mm. born in this family so that my parents can support me and let me be able to traveling around the world and every year we usually would go abroad to japan or somewhere in taiwan or china um to to travel together so may that's so wicked i'm so happy that you're doing that because it's make you who you are today and then You have this crazy story and then telling me and then I'm adopting it and I'm learning it, absorbing it from you. Yeah. And a funny thing, I learned how to do my laundry the first time when I was traveling. And I basically learned a lot of houseworks um, when I was traveling by myself. And also because when you're traveling, you're meeting new things and you have to be open minded to try them. To, to know what you like and don't like. Like I hated the beans, but I still tried the beans in England and sorry, British the bean? I still don't like. Yeah, the the beans that looks like mushy thing. The food and, you mean? Yes. Okay. In I the breakfast. Know. The British breakfast. They ah, have all right. Oh yeah, I know it. Those beans. Yeah, no, yeah. thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you go and you try. And if right. you don't like it, then you know. And sometimes I would, even though like yesterday, my mom brought up a Taiwanese food, and I know I never, I don't, re, I don't think I tried it as a kid. But as far as I remember, I just didn't like it. But yesterday, somehow I decided to give it a try. I mean, it has been 10 years since I had it, so why not give it a try? I tried it. Yeah, not my thing. So I just give it up to my dad. I was like, Yeah, you guys can have this. Not my thing. I tried. I give it a second chance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, oh. you can always give things a second second chance, like people yeah, as well. that's nice. Well, what's your plan now? Like, uh, are you have anything in mind of what you want to do? Are you gonna go back to teaching English, just trying oh, to get no. some money? No, um, no. Uh, I don't want to go back to teaching English at all because I know Why? how it really affects me. Uh, I know I'm being too harsh to myself. I'm also really harsh on the kids, and I, I don't want to have mm, that negativity on the children because they are mm. innocent people. Of course, they are affected by their own parents, but I don't want to be the force that is like forcing them to study English anymore, and I have to play with it with the parents. No, 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 no. Mm. Not, but did you not, get pay like good? for that yes but am i happy with those money yes because it can buy me happy but am i really happy with myself no because i don't really like the job so mm. i would rather do something that makes me happy and even if that pays a little at least i know i'm happy myself like what? <laughs> i really want to try do the programming in the music company like organizing concerts or music festivals those are the things that i want to do mm. and i haven't really started looking for them because at this moment you know lockdown 
nothing is open. So I don't yeah. think it's a good idea to look for them at this moment. Right. But yeah, uh, I am also trying to think of something else that I might like and maybe I want to do it as well. Mm. Just, I'm not looking very hard into the jobs. I'm very lucky that my parents are not pushing sorry, you pushing me to find a job um, yeah so i kind of just wait and see how it turns out mm. so no nice. plan so far nice 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 yeah, yeah mate, it's, it's so so good to catch up with you and uh, to listen to your story and then how you do and stuff but yeah we're in very bizarre time I don't, i don't know i think it's just one of the lifetime you know like my i think if i have kid And my kid not gonna go through this, and then they asking about this time, and I was like, I don't really know how to describe. <laughs> yes, because if you didn't go through, everyone has different pathway, and of course each def, each pathway is different. So you can't really expect others to know how you feel during those times. You can only tell them feelings and kind of wish they could be sympathetic, but. Yeah. If they cannot, then well, there's nothing else you can do. Like for example, the first wave of Corona in 2020, I was having seriously anxious, anxious anxiety, and I was telling my mom like I can't do it. I'm having a lot of anxiety, and she's like, "Why are you having anxiety? I don't get it." And mm. I was like, "Dude, you're living in a different world than me. Everything yeah. is close here." And At that time, I think shit was kind of normal in Taiwan, so she couldn't mm. really understand why I'm having this, and mm. I decided to not talk to her about my feelings during the pandemic time because she did not go through the same thing with me, so she can't really understand it. But now she's in it, so I can start telling her like, okay, I know you're feeling this. I've been through it. These are the things you can do: take a deep breath, and we can take a walk at night in the park just to chill a little bit. But yeah, this is how I got through it. So I'm sure you can do it too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 so weird. I think it's like uh, we have World War One, World War Two, and I think it's mm -hmm. this is like another World War, but it's like with yourself, like a one-on-one yeah. -on -one World War, like your mental health when you really need to spend in the time with yourself, and you know, with this with this war like some people like they losing it some people they they gain something from it but it's just so tough and it's it's crazy in a way that i never thought that i would be with myself this much i'm doing yeah and thinking and everything but yeah i think like you said go with the flow and easy with yourself and everything i think i think it's kind of a blessing that you know universe is giving us i mean of course this virus shit is fucked up our life but another way of seeing it it's also a blessing to let us to finally sit with ourselves to see what's going on with your life yeah. and work on the things you want to work on and continue the things that you want or right. don't want yeah so, it's kind of like giving your like appeals for you to really see in you like what you really yeah. want or what you desire just defied by other people and mm -hmm. yeah and to slow so down as well yeah yeah Yeah, mate. Especially in Asia, when everything is so fast and cheap and so easy, and I was so surprised when I got back. And culture then, shock, reverse yeah, culture shock. yeah, it's definitely a different world. Like, fuck, like some people 
thought that oh just go back from europe or something like it's not going to be that shock but for me like even i didn't go that long like mm-hmm. a year and a half like two years and then i got back and i was like what the fuck because you know like you 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 sink in with the new culture so fast and now going back and everything is so different the weather is different the way people talk the way people selling stuff the the commuting the topic that they talk about the way they hang out and the way they chill it just shocked me so much in a way that i was i was crying and i was like what is going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel you i also had some reverse culture shock but mostly to the furniture um not really to the people because i only see my best friends and my parents so <laughs> i haven't seen anyone else so far mm. so Now, i don't know about that last question i want to ask that uh since because you really uh 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 like aim and go inward a lot but you still meeting people and 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 you still want to be happy and share experience with people but did you stop kind of put your expectation on people anymore because you know like sometimes people let you down and then sometimes like the the thing you expect is not like what you want And then you just kind of, oh, if 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 that's not gonna work, or like if hang out with that person is not gonna work out, then I'm just gonna hang out by myself. Then is that what you think? Yeah, um, I would go back to myself and review if there's anything that I did wrong or anything that I could not comprehend the other person's mindset. Then. Usually, I it would take me up to a month or sometimes longer to finally accepting it, and then I will let it go. Because no, like if, uh, like you 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 not so no. What I'm trying to ask is like you happy? You happy on your own, and uh-huh. hanging out with people just is like for them to accompany and be happy with you. Uh, but you uh-huh. not place your happiness is when you hang out with them, you will be happy. You know what I'm trying to say. Is that no, what your, your mindset is? Your, your happiness comes from yourself. If you can't bring yourself happiness, why are you expecting others to bring you happy? Because mm. people can. People is an emotional animal. We have different emotions. You can't expect someone to be happy twenty four seven. That's impossible. So, mm. your emotion is yours to to learn how to how to deal with it, how to accompany it, how to be with it. So. It's by the end of the day, it still goes back to yourself. Right. How how you want it to be, how you want your life to be, how happy do you want it to be, and what's your definition of happy? Yes, some people is buying shit, and some people is I don't know talking to themselves, doing yoga. That's happy for them. So everyone has mm. different definition for happy. Yeah. In the end of the day, I still think it's it's to yours in in yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, mate. Thank you for the no talk. No worries. <laughs>